By listening to this podcast, you agree to not use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in yourself or others, including, but not limited to, patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall any guests or contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of the Neuroendocrine Cancer Awareness Network be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Nets Get Real with NCAN. I'm your host, Mike Wayman. Um, again, we got to remind you, we, in just a few short weeks, we have our first of five events, five patient conferences this year. Uh, we're going to be March 18th in Silver Spring, Maryland. More information on that uh, at netcancerawareness.org. Registration is open. Uh, you could always hit our social medias at netcanceraware. And today we have another patient story, uh, somebody who's very close to the NCAN family. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Wendy Knoll. How are you? Hey, Mike. I'm doing good. How are uh, you? Thanks. Good, good. Thanks so much for, uh, for joining us today. Uh, I'm really excited to have you share your story, too, because we, we have had a few different patient stories, uh, but not all of them have been as involved in NCAN as you are. Uh, so real quick, can you just give everybody a little uh, little background about yourself and uh, and your diagnosis and your, your journey? Sure. So um, I am a lung primary and I was diagnosed, this is my 18th year. So um, I guess I'm, I'm one of the dinosaurs. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I was diagnosed in 2005. I was 25 at the time and, um, I had my right lung removed. And at that time, you know, in the prehistoric times, like I call them, not much (laughs) was available for us to know anything beyond what our doctors were telling us. So, um, I, I had it removed Um, and I was clear and I was told kind of like, you know, keep monitoring, but go live your life. You, you know, you have no more cancer, you're good. And so that's what I did. Um, and you know, I kind of just went on with my life. I got married. Um, I had two kids, two little girls, and then, you know, I was going through my regular you know, CAT scans and everything was clear. Um, But seven years after my diagnosis, um, they noticed something a little funny. And lo and behold, um, you know, kind of blew up and it was everywhere. So I, they diagnosed it in my lymph nodes, heart, bone, um, and liver. So Sort of like, I feel like at that point, you know, things really um, changed in my life because I was sort of living carefree, um, thinking that, you know, this would never come back because that's sort of what they 
what they assured me that, you know, if it hadn't come back, um, then it probably would be fine, you know, and mm-hmm. it probably would never come back. Um, so things really changed there for me. And that sort of clicked something different in, in my mind. And that's when I found um, NCAN. Um, so, you know, back when I was researching, when I was first diagnosed, there was nothing. And yeah. so it was just like, here's what you have. But then when I started uh, researching again, um, you know, I found NCAN and I found so many things I didn't know. And I just, uh, it really opened my eyes and changed my life. That's great. That's great. Now you, you had a, a medical background as well, correct? Yeah. So, um, a little bit different. Um, uh, I'm a veterinarian, so, um, I was used to things with fur, (laughs) (laughs) but it didn't, it didn't take away. I think it really has helped me because, um, you know, research and uh, facts and, you know, really digging and finding answers was, came very natural to me. Um, so I, I am, you know, I was really, uh, like blessed to, to be able to know how to research and find and look and, um, you know, network and, and really truly understand, um, you know, the benefit of information and, and being aware and advocating right. for yourself. Yeah. Well, that, that's actually, I was going to bring up, uh, so something, you know, you call yourself a dinosaur, you're not a dinosaur, but you, you have been there. Um, something that I, I've definitely been hearing a lot more lately is, uh, people saying, Hey, uh, when we're newly diagnosed, what, what's the first thing you do? What's the Mm -hmm. first thing? So if you had any advice to a brand new diagnosed, the complete net newbie, Mm -hmm. what, what is your advice to them? So I think, um, you know, get yourself a binder and notebook and just like dig into everything you can. I mean, NCAN is a huge uh, resource. So that would be a wonderful place to start because everything's central, you know, kind of central and, and you're able to find a lot of important information. Um, the second thing I would recommend is to get yourself a good doctor that you trust and can communicate with. Um, you know, because maybe, maybe they aren't a neuroendocrine specialist, but if there's someone you trust and can communicate with, then they will be willing to communicate with a specialist. Um, so I think that that's huge too, um, to just to really form that connection. And if you don't feel that connection with your doctor, then you should probably find another one that, you know, not only are our doctors very intelligent and, and have their expertise, um, you don't necessarily want, you know, you do want a doctor that, that is knowledgeable about our disease, but just the same, you want a doctor that you can confide in and trust and believe. And I think that's a, a huge piece. Of, I, I, you know, I meet a lot of patients that sometimes go to specialists and they just don't have a good experience. They're not necessarily getting what, not necessarily information, but the, just the energy and the feeling um, that they need in order to form a long lasting relationship, because this is sure. something that you're going to be dealing with for a long time. So you really want to find that in somebody. 
and that they're willing to work with us with a neuroendocrine specialist that can give you the information. Right. Right. Um, now, so you, you, uh, you know, you found NCAN and stuff like that, but not only did you find us, but you also are like, you're like family. You, you, you pulled, you know, you're the head of a, uh, a support group, uh, you run, and this is what I want. I wanted to definitely bring up the zebra gala that mm -hmm. we're having in, uh, August. Yep. Uh, so, so what, what led you as opposed to being somebody who, who, you know, took the resources and were thankful and then move on, mm -hmm. uh, what led you to want to get more involved? Yes. Uh, let's see. Well, I think one, I like helping people. Um, and truly, I think that's just part of my nature. I want to help. And I feel like if I'm going through it and I have the feelings and the struggles, then I know all the other patients are having that too. So I just want to be able to help. And throughout this disease, you, you feel, you feel helpless sometimes. And that's my way of being able to help other patients is, um, by doing something, something, anything. Um, and you know, when I met, I met Marianne, your mom, um, I think she saw the spark in me that, that I'm a little competitive. Um, when we did the walk, that was when I first met her, um, in Charlotte and she said, you know, you can do, you know, you, you, I can give you the freedom to kind of do what you want, whatever, if you want to do a fundraiser. And, and she was like, you know, there are things like we do a gala and that just sort of being like, that made my heart happy. Like, Ooh, dressing up. And, you know, I've always, <laughs> I've always liked, um, you know, watching like the red carpet and, you know, big fancy, um, parties like that. And I, yeah. I just love, I love seeing people happy. So that was something that was just like a, Oh, that's done, done. I'm so doing that. I'm so doing that, Marianne. Um, so that's what sparked it. And, um, this is our third one coming up August 19th here in Raleigh. Um, and we just have a lot of fun. Um, it's really exciting to celebrate life and, you know, I think everybody has their struggles and whether it's health struggles or emotional struggles or whatever you're going through, sometimes you just have to celebrate and say like, Hey, I'm here and, and, and it, I'm having fun and it's worth, worth it. And, um, how cool is this that we get to all be together and, and celebrate. So that's what, that's what it's all about. That's great. That's great. Now, uh, how it differs from our, uh, the, you know, the, the celebration of life that we have in New York in, in, uh, November is mm -hmm. you guys have, uh, you guys have themes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Wendy likes themes. I like themes. I like theme parties. Um, it's just so fun to run with it and decorations and things like that. So the first year was black and white. Um, the second year we had, uh, Cuban, uh, themed gala. So it was very tropical and colorful. And then this year we're um, having us like a circus, a circus theme. And that came to me because, you know, it's a circus out there. And then I really yeah. like the whole like vintage circus, come one, come all, you know, yeah. and that just sunk to me. So that's what we're doing this year. And I'm really excited. Um, we have uh, another patient, Alex, um, that is 
helping me and um, we have a committee that's that's happening and we're excited. It's going to be held at the Marriott Crabtree in Raleigh like we had it last year and super excited. I'm, I'm excited because I'm going to actually be able to come. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually I'm thinking we're, we're going to we're going to see. It depends on what's going on with the kids, but we're going to try and take the kids, too. So great. Great. We're, we're excited. The kids We're have lots of fun dancing and it's a great time. Yeah. Yeah. And and since it is old time circus kind of stuff, yeah. if there's no greatest showman stuff happening, if there's no like greatest showman soundtrack songs, yeah. I'm going to be very disappointed. Yeah. Don't worry, Mike. You will not okay. leave disappointed. I got some tricks up my sleeve. <laughs> Excellent. That's what we're, I'm looking yeah, forward got, to that. I can't tell you everything because then, well, you no. know, the magic. Of course. Of course. Absolutely. Um, so um, you also run a support group, correct? I help Alex um, with her support group. So it's sort of like a North Carolina, um, Virginia uh, collaboration. Um, and we just had a meeting, at, uh, which went really well. Um, we had it at Duke and we had some awesome speakers and we just had a really great time. And honestly, my favorite part of, you know, support groups in itself, to be honest, is just the connections that you make with other patients. I feel like that is a huge, um, tool that you need in order to succeed with this disease. Um, we're all different, you know, that's why we're called zebras, but we need to not feel alone. And there are patients that have gone through things before us that, that help us feel like we're making the right decision too. So when it comes to like treatment options and, and, and doctors and, there's so much, right, Mike? Like, oh, yeah. um, you know, I always say that if neuroendocrine cancer was very well uh, researched and funded and a lot simpler, we would have very clear guidelines on where we're supposed to go and what decisions we make. Mm -hmm. But I feel like as zebras with neuroendocrine cancer, I feel like our path is not um, written in stone, you know, we, we don't, it's not clear at all. There's, yeah. there's not one way or another. And so a lot of times we're faced with, okay, my doctor gave me these options. It's X, Y, Z, and A, B, C, and one, two, three. And you're left like, well, what, what is the right thing? What do I, what do I do? What do I, you know, what's the, what's the right decision? So I feel like that network of having you know, that, that the NetNCAN family has, um, facilitated in my life has been able, you know, I have been able to like know all these different zebras with, with different stories that I'm able to reach out to if I, if I need them or vice versa, if they need me, because like I said, I'm a dinosaur and I've been through, I've been through it. Um, you know, we can all rely on each other and, and help each other out and support each other. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so one more question I do have for you, uh, and 
what we 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 ask this to doctors and we ask this to a lot you know most of the guests that come on to the show but can you let everybody know why it's so important to be involved in their treatment plan and why the why it's so important to be an advocate for yourself um i think kind of going back to my the the last statement i just made that there isn't a clear path and if you don't drive the car then it's really hard you know like if you're mm -hmm. not part of that if you're not helping to steer the wheel then you're going to feel lost and you're going to feel like you're not part of your your trajectory and and you should always be informed and make decisions that that are based on facts because you will you will feel lost. And I think that that's, that's sort of like the easy answer to that question is yeah. there's no, there's no right path with neuroendocrine and you need to be a part of making, making those decisions um, in order to feel empowered. Absolutely. And, and, you know, bringing it back to what you were saying about the doctors and feeling that connection, that spark, um, People do have to, you know, yes, doctors are medical professionals, but they, people do need to stick up for themselves as well. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, if, if, if a doctor isn't working for you, 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 mm -hmm. you need to know that it's okay to fire your doctor. Right. <laughs> and, and that's, that's advocating for yourself. That's, right. that's super important. And uh, yeah, you should, it, People don't normally feel empowered to do so, but right. you need to. Yeah. I wouldn't even, you know, if you, if you are feeling that, um, if you're feeling that your doctor isn't working with you, then just find another one. I know it's a strong word to be like, I fired them, I fired them as a doctor. And who am I to fire somebody that, you know, supposedly knows more than me, but it's just finding another, another option. It doesn't hurt to find another option. It doesn't hurt to find someone that connects better with you, that wants to work with you. So I, I say what it's not going to hurt. Yes. It's a pain in the butt to have to get all your papers together and, you know, have to we have very long histories and very complicated histories, but it's not going to hurt. It's worth the effort to just get, get someone else that, that meshes with what your plan is. Absolutely. So, uh, so Wendy, uh, can you just let everybody know, especially in the, uh, the Carolina, uh, Virginia area besides mm -hmm. the zebra gal, what do you guys have coming up, uh, that you'll be involved with? So we, um, like I said, we just had our meeting and uh, the, our next meeting is going to be in the spring and we're alternating, um, you know, Virginia and North Carolina on where to hold the meetings um, just to make sure that we're, um, you know, getting everybody. I know sometimes it's hard to, to get to the meetings, so we're trying to kind of alternate to, to appeal to people in Virginia versus North Carolina. Um, so next one's in the spring. Perfect. Perfect. And everybody, uh, 
make sure you go to netcancerawareness.org. You can get more information in the events area for the Zebra Gala uh, in August, August 19th in Raleigh. I'm excited to go because I love a circus. Um, so, again, I just want to remind everybody, March 11th, Wendy, are you going to be at the uh, Silver Spring Conference? No, I can't. I have, All right. I have the girls are in school, so I can't make it to this one. Okay. But I'm really excited well, for you guys. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. Uh, we've got, I think it's seven speakers. Um, if you can't make that, we've got four more events throughout the year. Uh, more information at netcancerawareness.org or our uh, website, uh, social media at netcancerawareware. Uh, please, uh, if you enjoy this content, uh, if you think that it's important, please give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us the five star reviews. Uh, as the kids would say, smash the bell, uh, because that's what helps us beat the algorithm, which creates more awareness for this. And that's what this is for. This is all about awareness. So please make sure you, uh, you give us all those things. Uh, Wendy, thank you so much for sharing, sharing your story again. And, uh, I'm excited. We'll, I'll see you definitely in August. Okay. See you in August, Mike. And everybody, thank you very much for joining us on Let's Get Real. We'll see you next time.